Hi, well, we're still on holidays here in Australia, so let's have another best of holiday showtime. Hi, Barry Eaton here, and welcome to showtime. In this week's program, a great mixture of stage and film, as normal, I guess. We'll be visiting the London cast of Hair, the original production, quite a few years ago now, looking at shows like Pajama Game, Annie Get Your Gun, comparison there between the film and the Broadway production, up to date with The Book of Mormon, and a new show that's just opened in Sydney, production of Nine to Five. A great program. Stay with me, because anything goes... Thank you. 
like, if old chairs you like, if back stairs you like, if mama bears you like, with young bears you like, why nobody will oppose? And no, I'm not a great romancer, but I know that I'm bound to answer when you propose. Anything goes, anything goes. Anything goes. That's Patty Lapone from Anything Goes. Cole Porter original show, which uh, it premiered on Broadway in 1934. Ethel Merman played the role of Reno Sweeney. And in the Broadway revival of 1987, Patty Lapone. And that was just who we heard. Wonderful characters in this. Reno Sweeney, a sultry evangelist turned nightclub singer. Billy Crocker, a young Wall Street broker. And Moonface Martin, a second-rate gangster and public enemy number 13. <laughs> Wonderful cast. Great fun show. I remember seeing it in Sydney many years ago now. In fact, I think I've got the original Australian cast recording of the Anything Goes. I've got an album there, so I might dig that out in another program. But originally, Ethel Merman, as I said, played it in 1934. Paddy Lapone on Broadway in 1987. Elaine Page on the West End. And it actually was revived last year in London with uh, Sutton Foster playing that role of Reno Sweeney. So there it is. It started in 1934 and went all the way through to 2021. It's still playing 84 years later. I mean, that is a long-lasting show. As they say, anything goes. Well, while we're in a London frame of mind, let's go back to... 1969. I'd just been to the opening night here in Sydney, Australia, of Hair, a very, very controversial musical. Hopped on a plane almost the next day, headed off to London. It was playing there, and I managed to be able to pick up a cast recording, which I was able to bring back with me. Of course, in those days, it was all vinyl. And I've got the original album here now. I'm going to play the great song from here that everybody identifies with the show. A bit crackly, but unfortunately it's an old copy of the vinyl, but I'm sure you'll bear with me. Here we go with The Age of Aquarius. Oh, 
here's a great song, Dawning of the Age of Aquarius. Unfortunately, uh, those lyrics were not written by an astrologer. As a qualified astrologer, I can tell you, all of those planetary alignments mean absolutely nothing. They happen all the time, especially in the moon in the seventh house. It happens every year, every month. But anyway, don't worry about things like that because that was a great song from Hair. And as I said, I remember being in the audience of that opening night and the nudity bit came out and a few gasps from the audience, although we had been prepared for it. And the chief secretary of New South Wales was sitting there pen poised over a notebook, almost ready to censor the whole thing. But he must have enjoyed it because they didn't censor it and it's gone on to be a very iconic song in a very iconic musical. And that was Vince Edward and the original London cast. Now coming right up to current times, and in Sydney a couple of weeks ago, a production of Dolly Parton's 9 to 5 musical opened to incredible reviews, great applause, everybody loves it. Dolly Parton first hit Broadway with this back in 2009. It then went on to be in London, and now it's opened in Sydney, and it's on an Australian tour. So let's hear from the Australian cast. I stumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition Yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the street the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from nine to five Shatter. You're just a step on the boss man's ladder, but you got dreams you'll never take away. In the same boat with a lot of your friends, waiting for the day your ship will come in, and the tide's gonna turn and it's all gonna roll your way. Working nine to five. Man's 
Nine to five, and a fantastic Australian cast there, led by Marina Pryor, one of our great leading ladies, along with Caroline O'Connor, another wonderful performer, Casey Donovan, and Erin Clare. And as the bad boss, the controller, Eddie Perfect. Great cast, great show, playing at the Capitol Theatre in Sydney, and I can't wait to see it. Nine to five. Marina Pryor, who's starring in Nine to Five, has had a wonderful career. Phantom of the Opera, so many shows, including West Side Story. song. As I said before in the first program, actually, that was composed with Stephen Sondheim writing the lyrics back in 1962. It's still playing. In fact, a movie came out in recent months. Just one of those wonderful productions that just keeps on keeping on. And that was Marina Pryor. And Marina is in, uh, as I said, nine to five. She's appeared in so many. I I was having a look at her, her career and She started off as Guinevere in the Australian production of Camelot with Richard Harris back in 1984. (laughs) And she's just gone on. Shows like Guys and Dolls, Annie Get Your Gun. Um, Look, just so more. The Secret Garden, Showboat. And, of course, as I said before, Phantom of the Opera. One of our wonderful performers here in Australia, Marina Pryor. And I'd love to be able to have a chat to her at some stage. So I'll keep my fingers crossed that I can organise that for you on Showtime.
Okay, now let's leap into the time tunnel and go back to the 50s for this song that's had a couple of different kind of applications. See if you can uh, guess where this particular film came from. She gets too hungry for dinner at eight. She likes the theater and never comes late. She never bothers with people she'd hate. That's why the lady is a tramp. Doesn't like crap games with barons or earls. Won't go to Harlem in ermine and pearls. Won't dish the dirt with the rest of the girls. That's why the lady is a tramp. She likes the free. Fresh wind in her head, life without care. She's broke and it's oak. Hates California. It's cold and it's damp. That's why the lady is a tramp. Gets too hungry to wait for dinner at eight. She loves the theater, but never comes late. She'd never bother with people she'd hate. That's why the lady is a tramp. She'll have no crap games with sharpies and frauds, and she won't go to Harlem in Lincoln's or Ford, and she won't dish the dirt with the rest of the broads. That's why the lady is a tramp. Loves the free, fresh wind in her hair. Life without care. She's broke, but it's okay. It's California. It's so cold and so damp. That's why the lady. Yeah, that's why she's a tramp. Frank Sinatra, of course. How could you ever confuse those dulcet tones? The lady is a tramp. Now, of course, a lot of people associate that with the Walt Disney film, but it went back to a play originally by Rogers and Hart, and that was a long time before that. And pal Joey was then a movie which starred Frank Sinatra, Rita Hayworth, Kim Novak, and Barbara Nichols. 
And that was in 1957. And that's where the song came from, really, Pal Joey. Great film. Hasn't been around for a while. But um, there we are. Frank Sinatra. And The Lady is a Tramp. Okay, while we're in the time tunnel, let's go right back to 1927 now, 95 years ago. And a famous musical hit the stage, and it was called Showboat. And this is the song that everybody associates with Showboat from the original singer in the show. Duckies awake on the Mississippi, duckies awake while the white folks play, pulling them boats from the dawn to sunset, getting no rest till the judgment day. Mississippi, let me go away from the white man boss. Show me that stream called the River Jordan. That's the old stream that I long to Famous version of all of Old Man River from the 1927 musical Showboat. Music by Jerome Kern and lyrics by Oscar Hammerstein II. When you listen to the lyrics of that, it talks about the struggles and hardships of African Americans and compares it with the endless uncaring flow of the Mississippi River. And it's sung from the point of view of a black stevedore on a showboat. And, well, when you think 95 years ago, they were pointing these things out on stage... But it's still going on. The incredible color divide, the problems, everything like that. I was actually in Los Angeles back in 1992 when the Rodney King riots broke out. I was interviewing a a director in a Hollywood studio. And then I got caught up and I did reporting for Australia on ABC Radio for the whole of that incredible saga of the Los Angeles riots. 
and the scenes of looting and destruction and protests will live in my memory, I think, for the rest of my life. And that was in 1992. And as I said before, it, it's still raging, it's still going. Let's hope that people can sort themselves out at some stage very soon. But Paul Robeson, what a, an amazing voice that man had from Showboat. It took quite a few years, but eventually Showboat was made into a movie back in the uh, the era of the great movies, musical movies in the late 40s, early 50s. And uh, it was directed by George Sidney, famous director in those days. Catherine Grayson, Ava Gardner, Howard Keel and Joey Brown were the cast there of that particular movie. And it crops up again every now and then. But I think the Paul Robeson version of Old Man River will long live in history. Sticking to the uh, time frame we're in at the present time, a famous show came out in 1946 called Annie Get Your Gun. It uh, premiered on Broadway at the Imperial Theatre, May 16, 1946, went for 1,147 performances and starred Ethel Merman as Annie. Is Annie Get Your Gun. If you've ever seen it, it's fantastic. I think from memory, it was the first show I ever saw as a very, very young kid. I still have some very, some interesting flashes, shall we say, going back to that particular time, particularly the curtain for some reason. I think it was at the the, uh, Theatre Royal in Sydney. Anyway, let's go back to, first of all, the stage show, because I want to compare it with the movie. So let's hear Ethel Merman as Annie in one of the great songs from Annie Get Your Gun. was frightened by a shotgun, they say. That's why I'm such a wonderful shot. I'd be out in the cactus and I'd practice all day. And now tell me what have I got? I'm quick on the trigger with targets not much bigger than a pinpoint. I'm number Yes, I shine like the morning sun But I lose all my luster When with a bronco buster Oh, you can't get a man with a gun With a gun, with a gun No, you can't get a man with a gun If I went to battle with someone's hurt when the job was done But if I shot the herder They'd holler bloody murder And you can't shoot a male In the tail like a quail Oh, you can't get a man with a gun If I shot a rabbit Some furrier would grab it For a coat that would warm someone But you can't shoot a lover And use him for a cover Oh, you can't get a man with 
the gun. The gals with umbrellas are always out with fellers in the rain or the blazing sun. But a man never trifles with gals who carry rifles. Oh, you can't get a man with a gun. With a gun, with a gun. No, you can't get a man with a gun. A Tom, Dick, or Harry will build a house for Carrie when the preacher has made them one. But he can't build your houses with buckshot in his trousers for a man may be hot, but he's not. You can't build houses with buckshot in your trousers. Some fantastic lyrics in that. I just love it. And that was, as I said before, Ethel Merman, who originally starred on uh, on stage in the 1946 production of Annie Get Your Gun. Then four years later, it turned around and made it into a movie. Now, Ethel Merman didn't get the role of Annie, based on the life of uh, Annie uh, Oakley, by the way, a sharpshooter who uh, used to star in Buffalo Bill's Wild West program. But uh, when they made the movie, Betty Hutton got the job. And let's play a track now from the movie just to hear the difference in the kind of presentation from Ethel Merman on stage, you know, big, bouncy uh, girl Ethel Merman was, and then into a slightly more refined Betty Hutton. Folksterdom, where I come from, they ain't had any learning. Still they're happy as can be Doing what comes naturally Doing what comes naturally Folks like us could never fuss With schools and books and learning Still we've gone from A to Z Doing what comes naturally Doing what comes naturally You don't have to know how to read or when you're out with the feller in the pale moonlight You don't have to look in a book To find what he thinks of the moon And what is on his mind That comes naturally That comes naturally My uncle don't pay taxes His address never gives They can't collect his taxes For they don't know where he lives Cousin Ben got angry when they caught him stealing chickens. I'm with him, right, said he, doing what comes naturally. Doing what comes naturally. Uncle Jed has never read an almanac on drinking. Still he's always on a spree, doing what comes naturally. Doing what comes naturally. Doing what comes naturally. You don't have to go to a private school not to turn up your bustle to a stubborn mule. You don't have to come from a great big town not to clean out a stable in an evening gown. That comes naturally. That comes naturally. My uncle out in Texas can't 
his name. He signs his checks with X's, but they cash him just the same. Grandpa Dick was always sick, but never saw a doctor. He just died at 93. Do what comes naturally. Do what comes naturally. Do Betty Hutton doing What Comes Naturally as Annie in the film version of Annie Get Your Gun. She co-starred with Howard Keel in that movie. Howard Keel did a heck of a lot of musicals back in those days. I'll do a little feature on him a bit later on, I think, because I've got a very original piece of work of his. But anyway, going quite a long way back. But let's go on to a, a finale that they used in the film that has... I guess, found its own life in many other forms. And it's uh, now featuring Betty Hutton, Howard Keel, along with Louis Calhoun and Keenan Wynne, two other very well-known film actors of the time. Cowboys, the wrestlers, the tumblers, the clowns, the roustabouts that move the show at dawn. The music, the spotlights, the people, the towns, your baggage with the labels pasted on. The sawdust and the horses and the smell. The towel you've taken from the last hotel. There's no business like no business like no business I know. Everything about it is appealing. Everything the traffic will allow. Nowhere could you have that happy feeling when you are stealing that extra bow. There's no people like show people. They smile when they are low. Yesterday they told you you would not go far. That night you opened and there you are. Next day on your dressing room they hung a star. Let's go on with the show. Costumes, the scenery, the makeup, the props, the audience that lifts you when you're down. The headaches, the heartaches, the backaches, the flops, the sheriff who escorts you out of town. The opening when your heart beats like a drum. The closing when the customers won't come. There's no business like show business if you tell me it's so traveling through the country is so thrilling standing out in front of an opening night smiling as you watch the benches filling and see your billing up there in light there's no people like show people they smile when they are low turkey that you know will fold you may be stranded out in the cold still you wouldn't change it for a sack of gold let's go on with the show there's no business like show business <laughs> that's for sure and that was the original film, 1950 American musical, 
Uh, it was based on the life of sharpshooter Annie Oakley, as I said before, very loosely based. MGM did a huge amount of musicals in those days, and the music and lyrics there were by Irving Berlin. Interesting casting because, I say, as I said, Betty Hutton played the role of Annie there, but they had a few casting problems with that movie because Judy Garland was originally cast in the role, but she was fired after a month of filming because she clashed with the director and also showed up late or not at all, which unfortunately was a, a problem with Judy Garland. But the film then went on to win the Academy Award for Best Scoring of a Musical Picture and you know, through a few other nominations as well. And Betty Hutton got a Golden Globe nomination for Best Actress. Annie Get Your Gun, just one of those fabulous Broadway and MGM productions. It's probably about time for a revival, because I did mention earlier about Marina Pryor. She played Annie Get Your Gun, but it was a concert version which was staged back in 2004. So maybe Annie Get Your Gun might find its way back onto the stages of the world in the not-too-distant future. Okay, let's come back to 2022 now, and a couple of shows, both playing on Broadway and also on the West End. So let's start off with a track from Wicked. I'm limited, just look at me. I'm limited, and just look at you, you can do all I could. Of what I learned from you 
From the movie version of Wicked, and that stars as Elphaba and Glinda, Galinda Kristen Chenoweth, and Elphaba the Wicked Witch, Idina Menzel. And it's the follow-on, if you haven't seen the show, the follow-on from The Wizard of Oz. And that's currently playing both on Broadway and on the West End. You all know the Bible is made of testaments old and new. You've been told it's just those two parts Or only one if you're a Jew But what if I were to tell you There's a fresh third part out there Which was found by a hip new prophet Who had a little Donny Osmond flair Have you heard? to biblical times 1823 an american man named joe living on a farm in the holy land of rochester new york you mean the mormon prophet joseph smith that's right that young man spoke to god he spoke to god and god said joe people really need to know that the bible is in two parts there's a part three to the bible joe and i god have anointed you to dig up this part three that is buried by a tree on the hill in your backyard wow god says go to your backyard and start digging that makes perfect sense Went up on that hill and dug where he was told And deep in the ground Joseph found Shining place of 
His name was Moroni. I am Moroni, the all-American angel. Except for you, they are only for you to see. Even if people ask you to show the plates to them, don't just copy them onto normal paper. Even though this might make them question if the plates are real or not, this is sort of what God is going for. Joseph took the plates home and wrote down what he found inside. He turned those plates into a book. Then he rushed into town and cried. people the plates they'll have no proof i was telling the truth or not they'll have to believe it just cause oh i guess that's kind of what you were going for the prophet joseph smith died for what he believed in but his followers they kept heading west and Brigham Young led them to paradise, a sparkling land in Utah they called Salt Lake City. And there, the Mormons multiplied and made big Mormon families, generation to generation, until finally, they made me. And now it's my job to lead you 
archives. All American! <laughs> we'll add the bonus of steak knives. Ah, oh, lovely send-up. And uh, that, of course, is the Book of Mormon. And that was the original Broadway cast, which opened back in March... 2011. So it's been around for a few years. The original cast there included Josh Gad as Elder Cunningham, Andrew Reynolds as Elder Price. But uh, it's a different cast now. We've got Cody Jamison and Kevin Clay as those two uh, two characters. Book of Mormon. Whoever would have thought it would have been such a popular theme. You're listening to Showtime, and thanks for your company. A show that I never, ever got to see, would have liked to, called Follies, Stephen Sondheim show, and very interesting plotline to this particular one. It's uh, set in a crumbling Broadway theatre for a reunion of past performers of the Wiseman's Follies, a musical review based on the Ziegfeld Follies, actually, and uh, played in the theatre between the world wars. And a couple of, uh, or two couples, I should say, and... They get together, they're attending a reunion. Neither marriage is working out very well, and they get together and have a, uh, a discussion, and it's a fascinating production. 2011, there was uh, another revival of this at the Eisenhower Theatre, and it starred Bernadette Peters as Sally, Jan Maxwell, Elaine Page from England, Linda Levin, and Ron Raines who played one of the guys called Ben. Ben has this song sort of thinking about what might have happened in his life. I guess we've all been there somewhere along the line. You're either a poet or you're a lover or you're the famous Benjamin Stone. You take one road, you try one door. There isn't time for any more. One's life consists of either or. One has regrets, which one forgets. And as the years go on, the road you didn't take hardly comes to mind, does it? The door you didn't try, where could it have led? The choice you didn't make never was defined. Was it dreams you didn't dare are dead? Were they ever there? Who said, I don't remember, I don't remember at all. Here you go. Keys to the old jalopy. Thanks. You uh, need a couple of bucks? I'm fine. Come on, it's only money. What does it matter? You wouldn't understand. The books I'll never read wouldn't change a thing, would they? The girls I'll never know I'm too tired for The lives I'll never lead Couldn't make me sing Could they? Could they? Could they? Chances that you miss Ignore ignorance's bliss What's more you won't remember You won't remember Someday I'm going to have the biggest goddamn limousine. We've got each other, Ben. What difference does it make? All the difference. 
You yearn for the women, long for the money, envy the famous Benjamin Stones. You take your road, the decades fly, the yearnings fade, the longings die. You learn to bid them all goodbye, and oh, the peace, the blessed peace. At last, you come to know the road you never take. Go through rocky ground, don't they? The choices that you make aren't all that grim. The world you never see still will be around, won't they? The Ben I'll never be. Who remembers him? Ron Raines from the 2011 production of Follies on Broadway. You can listen and really pick up the thoughts of Stephen Sondheim. He's regarded as often writing very dark sort of lyrics. The road you didn't take. And I guess, you know, we can all look back and see mistakes. But as Edith Piaf once recorded a wonderful song called Je ne regrette rien, I have no regrets. So what's the point? Well, that's it for this week. Thank you for your company on Showtime. I look forward to being with you again this time next week. And, by the way, tell your friends, because it's a brand new program. The word is starting to spread, and I'd love to have as many people as possible enjoying the great music of showbiz. As we sing this finale, we hope it was up your rally. No death, like you get in Macbeth, no ordeal. Like the end of Camille, this goodbye brings a tear to the eye. The 